How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code bonus content, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. It's August 15th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Former President Donald Trump, along with 18 of his allies, have been indicted in connection with a broad criminal enterprise. Central to the indictment is a phone call from January 2nd, 2021, where Trump allegedly pressured Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, to overturn his electoral defeat. The indictment details numerous false statements made by Trump during this call. Despite Trump's claims of politically motivated investigation and his attempts to disqualify the district attorney, Fonnie Willis, from the case, he has not found support in the courts. Willis, the first female DA of Fulton County, Georgia, utilized a special grand jury in 2022 to gather evidence before presenting it to a traditional grand jury, which led to the recent indictment. This case adds to Trump's growing legal challenges, which include charges in New York, Florida, and Washington, D.C. Witnesses in the Georgia case include key figures like Giuliani, Eastman, and Flynn, among others. The historic town of Lahaina, recently devastated by the deadliest wildfire in the country in over a century, faces an immediate housing crisis and potential long-term displacement of its residents. The fire destroyed nearly 3,000 structures, exacerbating an already severe housing shortage in one of the most expensive regions in the U.S. As survivors seek shelter and basic necessities, tensions rise between wealthy real estate developers and the local community, including Native Hawaiians for whom Lahaina holds significant cultural importance. Prior to the fire, Rising property values and outside buyers were already pushing locals out. The challenge now is to rebuild without losing the town's unique identity and ensuring the rights and homes of its long-standing residents are preserved. Russian airstrikes targeted two western Ukrainian regions bordering NATO-affiliated Poland, resulting in three deaths and injuries to over a dozen individuals. These strikes, particularly in the Lviv region, were the most significant since Russia's invasion in February 2022. The northwestern region of Volyn experienced fatalities when an industrial facility was hit. In the Lviv region, 15 people were injured with missiles damaging multiple structures, including a kindergarten. Both these regions are distant from the primary conflict zone and are adjacent to Poland. 
leave, which has been relatively safe from air attacks, was previously struck in July, causing seven fatalities. The city serves as a refuge for many fleeing the conflict and is a transit point for refugees heading to Poland. The UN's representative in Ukraine highlighted the immense suffering caused by Russia's continuous attacks on populated areas. Additionally, Tuesday's attacks affected eight regions, with 28 cruise missiles launched, of which 16 were intercepted. The Ukrainian administration remains defiant, vowing not to be broken by Russia's tactics. In other news, Russia's central bank is anticipated to raise interest rates in response to the rapid devaluation of the ruble and a worsening economy, exacerbated by the war with Ukraine and international sanctions. Despite rising oil prices, a significant source of Russia's revenue, the ruble has plunged, reaching over 102 to the dollar, nearly half its value from June 2022. This decline, coupled with recent military activities and reduced oil exports, has intensified concerns about Russia's economic stability. While some speculate that the government might be intentionally weakening the currency to meet budgetary needs, the central bank denies such claims. Inflation concerns are mounting, with official rates at 4.3% in July, but some experts suggest it could be high as 65%. The ongoing conflict has further strained the economy, leading to decreased export revenues, labor shortages, and a growing budget deficit. Additionally, a record $253 billion has been withdrawn from the Russian economy since the war's onset. However, there are some positive indicators, with recent reports showing a growth of 4.9% in Q2 of 2023. Israeli forces conducted a raid on a refugee camp in the occupied West Bank city of Jericho, resulting in the deaths of two Palestinians. Both were reportedly shot in the chest. While residents reported armed confrontations with Israeli forces during the raid, it remains unclear if the deceased were involved in the clashes. This incident, which lasted less than an hour, is part of a recent escalation in violence in the West Bank characterized by Israeli raids, attacks by Jewish settlers on Palestinian villages, and Palestinian assaults on Israelis. The death toll of Palestinians killed by Israeli forces this year has now reached 216, as reported by AFP. South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol emphasized the need for enhanced security cooperation with the U.S. and Japan in light of North Korea's escalating nuclear threat. In an upcoming trilateral summit at Camp David, the first of its kind not held on the sidelines of international conferences, leaders from the three nations are set to discuss plans for expanded military collaboration, particularly in ballistic missile defense and technology development. Yoon's speech, marking the 78th anniversary of Korea's liberation from Japanese colonial rule, diverged from past presidents' calls for Japanese apologies, focusing instead on the strategic importance of Japan's bases to deter North Korean aggression. The summit is likely to upset North Korea and has already drawn criticism from China, which perceives it as a threat to regional stability. The urgency of the trilateral cooperation has been underscored by North Korea's numerous missile tests and overt threats of nuclear weapon use. In lighter news, the Massapequa International Little League softball team clinched New York's first-ever Little League Softball World Series championship 
with a 5-2 victory over the Pitt County Girls Softball League. The standout performance of the tournament was the pitching duo of Olivia Feldman and Alexis Fontana, who combined for a one-hitter in the semifinals and limited their opponents to minimal runs throughout the series. Their journey to the title included victories against teams from Connecticut and Puerto Rico. Despite Massapequa taking an early 3-0 lead in the championship game, Pitt County managed to score two runs, but their offense was stifled by the Massapequa pitchers. The win was especially significant, as no New York team has secured a title since the tournament's inception in 1974. The victory was celebrated as a dream come true by the team members. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.